Welcome back to the train wreck, folks. Not Another Baptist Podcast is back with another episode for your ear hole. Last time, we gave a little bit of a thank you for the overwhelming response to this new venture, this new dumpster fire, whatever you would like to call it. As of uh, Thursday, I believe, of last week, we had made it to over 400 uh, listens across iTunes and Podomatic. And so as a thank you to you all, we decided to destroy our mouths and our throats and everything else inside of our body with the one chip challenge by Pocky. And I still don't think that I have recovered. I, I still have flashbacks and nightmares sure. and everything else because of that wonderful experience. But I feel like we're closer together closer. because of the one chip challenge. It's almost Something. like we're blood brothers today. Uh, but I'm Matt yeah. Hensley, the pastor of Mayhill Baptist, and I'm here with Kyle, pastor of First Baptist in Alamogordo. Kyle, have you recovered from the one chip challenge? Not, no, I'm not sure I'm ever going to recover from the <laughs> one chip challenge. I have never experienced sweating and crying because of a pepper before that was um that was a life-changing experience it, one that i never hoped to have again this this is true i think we can agree to never ever yes. do it again but i i will say this I that my six-year-old daughter my eight-year-old daughter my nine-year-old daughter and my 10-year-old daughter put both of us to shame. They took yeah. that challenge like a champ, and uh, they, they they had a few coughs and so forth, and they knew it was hot, but they didn't turn into like three-year-old toddlers in here like we did. <laughs> my eyes were burning. My throat was burning. We were hiccuping through the last part of that episode, and we don't know why you came back today after that, but I know that we agree not to ever, ever do that again. And I think yes. we can praise I'm the Lord for that. Amen. And I'm sure you all can praise the Lord hearing that from us. But Kyle, Alamogordo, I'm sure might be getting a little bit cooler. Maybe it's feeling a little more like the fall, but what's happening in Alamogordo? Yeah, man, we're just plugging away. Uh, we have, you know, now that we're in November, we've entered into the, uh, into the holiday season as we as we move toward Thanksgiving and, and toward Christmas, I've had Christmas music playing in my office oh, no. since November first. That is when that is when Christmas season begins for me. Wrong. Um, <laughs> so so okay. So so you know I know those traditionalists who would say, "Oh, you can't do Christmas until after Thanksgiving." No, no. Thanksgiving is the first half of Christmas for me. So so Thanksgiving Day is like halftime. Right, and that, that's when you go and you you take a break and you get all your uh, you stuff your face and and then you continue the celebration. That is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard in oh, my fine. life. That's fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> Thanksgiving. There are no Christmas. What no, good no, no, Thanksgiving no. songs are there? There are no good Thanksgiving songs. Great is thy faithful. <laughs> that. No. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> so so Kyle, you you break out the Christmas stuff mm -hmm. at an ungodly Absolutely. hour yes. of November first. I break it out as soon as we get back from Thanksgiving trips, okay. and we cool. we throw everything out. And actually, we have a Sithmas tree, which is a black Christmas tree that comes up right after Halloween, uh, and we throw that up, and we've got a little Darth Vader helmet that goes on top, and his That's cape fantastic. goes down the back, and his little chest plate, whatever you want to call the little buttons and stuff, and then his uh, lightsaber, and then we fill all of the, 
I guess body, I don't know what you want to call it, <laughs> with all of the different Star Wars ornaments that we've collected over the years. And we take all of the girls' Star Wars toys and shove it in the tree in different places. And so we do put a, a Christmas tree to some degree at the beginning of November, uh, but it's a Sith mystery. So I Sith think it's like, it's not yeah. very... Yeah. Whatever you got to tell yourself, whatever, man. Whatever, whatever works. <laughs> and then when we get back from Thanksgiving... We usually will watch Elf the, the mm. very first moment we Phenomenal. can, make some hot cocoa with some marshmallows. And, of course, I don't know how to build a fire. Otherwise, we would have a fire <laughs> in the fireplace while we're doing this. And then we decorate our tree, which br really brings up, I guess, the first topic. Maybe we'll, we'll tackle it a little bit is some of our traditions. Kyle yeah. is uh, ungodly, and then he puts up his Christmas stuff in November, uh, which yeah, I, I like mean, that makes... I just, I just like to celebrate the Savior's birth extra every year. That so, makes yeah. pound baby Jesus very upset. <laughs> he wants you to give thanks first. That's what comes first, Kyle. Anyway, the trip, the temp is dropping by the day in Mayhill, and uh, I'm, I'm wrapping up Philemon and Esther, and so that is speeding us full speed ahead into Advent, and, uh, and, and I'm really looking forward to that. I've only been here since April, but these folks are hungry for the Word of God. And uh, one of the favorite things for a pastor is to look out and not see his church looking at him. That's, That's actually right. a good yeah. thing. That's right. But it's also good that they're not looking at the phone or whatever else. Right. They're, they're pouring over the Word of God, and awesome. it is so awesome to see. We began with uh, Colossians, and we jumped into uh, Ruth, and we're finishing up Philemon and Esther. And uh, in 2018, I think I mentioned this last week, uh, we're going to cover Mark and maybe the beginning of Psalms, and uh, certainly looking forward to that. Uh, but what do the non-alcoholic beermen's do for Thanksgiving? Yeah, so this year um, we are driving to El Paso and getting on an airplane and flying to Houston. Uh, that's about a, last time we did that, it took us 14 hours. I was just there in September for some disaster relief down, down in that area, which we'll talk about again on today's topic. Um, so I've decided we are not driving that again. <laughs> so, so we're going to drive an hour and a half and hop on an airplane and go to my brother's house just south of Houston. And uh, we go, well, we go all out. We do turkey, uh, fried turkey, the way God intended it. Uh, we do dressing, uh, Pumpkin pie is my all-time favorite dessert. Uh, so we stuff ourselves, and then we watch the Cowboys uh, lose most of the time. But, but we watch the Cowboys <laughs> game, and, uh, and then, we, then we hit round two of leftovers. And, uh, man, we just have a great time. Great time. Awesome. Lots of fun. Well, I'm stoked about this year. <clears throat> we haven't seen family in you know almost a year, mm -hmm. really, since Christmas. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're looking forward to going home to DFW, Dallas. And uh, we will be driving uh, there because we did not serve the Lord yes, uh, right. with disaster relief. And so we haven't <laughs> driven very often. Uh, but we're going to head to Dallas for the week. And I'll actually have the uh, privilege of preaching at a church I served a few years ago, awesome. Ingle Baptist Church, which is a great transition for us into our main That's topic right. today. We've right. we've made fun of you for your early Christmas, your premature Christmas. No shame. And I, uh, and I, I understand, <laughs> uh, but Inglewood ought to be commended as one of the most mission-minded churches I've ever been a part of and really ever heard of. They do something I think is pretty cool, especially as Southern Baptists, as people that want to cooperate together to spread the gospel here in America and around the world. Each October, they kick off a missions emphasis, which is actually the time that they pretty well 
set aside their Lottie Moon, their Annie Armstrong offerings, as well as a huge chunk of change for the different church planters and missionaries that they support. In the past, I think they've raised something like $75,000 wow, uh, for missions over these couple of months. They don't actually do the, you know, the separate Annie Armstrong and the Lottie Moon Christmas offerings. They, they bring everything together in this month. They have special guests come in to preach. Uh, they usually have the flags of all the nations all over the stage. And it's just a powerful time that God uses their resources and their generosity to truly advance the kingdom here and around the world. And I'm grateful to have been a part of that church and thrilled to death to get back there in the middle of their uh, missions offerings to be a part of what God is doing. Uh, but that kind of brings us to now. We're entering into Thanksgiving time. And so that means that at some point, over the next few weeks, we'll probably get a lovely package from IMB from Mr. David Platt himself. And it's going to have maybe some videos and other things like that. And so we're entering into what the Southern Baptists know as Lottie Moon Christmas offerings. We could throw in that great cliche that when are we going to pay off Lottie Moon? Yeah, that's right. The answer is never. never. And right. uh, God that's uses right. this for mission work around the globe. And so my first question for you, Kyle, is what on earth do you guys do for the Lottie Moon Christmas offering? Sure. So we have, um, last year was my first Christmas here at First Baptist Church in Alamogordo. And so we set what I thought was was a pretty aggressive goal for us of uh, $1,500. And our folks just absolutely blew it out of the water. We, we raised just over 3000 So So this year I came back and we've set it at 2500 So we raised the bar a little bit, uh, fully expecting that, that our folks are going to turn around and do the same thing again. But but as I think you would well agree, this is probably the the biggest single missions offering that we do throughout the year. This, this is the most important because this is where, this is how we get the gospel as Southern Baptists to places uh, around the world where people have never heard the name of Jesus before. Yeah. And it comes by sending missionaries to, to these places to go and tell uh, folks about Jesus. And, and we get to take part in that through the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Uh, collecting money to send these missionaries so they can continue on the field uh, proclaiming the gospel. It's it's a cool thing to be a part of. Very cool. And uh, Mayhill in the past, it really seemed like there was a special emphasis mm -hmm. just about each and every month. Certainly the Lottie, certainly the Annie, but there was something almost every month that we were raising uh, money for. And to be honest, it really hurt us a bit financially uh, because some would tend to give towards whatever right. emphasis yeah, was absolutely. that month and, and maybe not their tithes and offerings. Uh, so when I came, I made the decision uh, that we were going to focus in on three. And we were going to focus on the Annie Armstrong uh, Easter offering, which goes to the North American Mission Board, uh, the Mission New Mexico, which I believe goes to the Baptist Convention of New Mexico, or I know goes to the Baptist yeah. Convention of New Mexico and their missions mission efforts here in the state. And then also, of course, the Lottie Moon that you've heard us talk about, which goes to the International Mission Board. And we put up posters everywhere. We throw our goal on them and usually begin our services with one of the videos that they send us about what God has done, either through a church plan or through a missionary or, or through the children's home, whatever is pertinent to that, uh, that month's focus. 
Uh, but let's pretend that the people that are listening to us, so many of them are going to be Southern Baptists and choosing to listen to this Not Another Baptist podcast. Let's just assume that they're living under some kind of a rock and have never heard of the fourth person of the Trinity, the cooperative <laughs> program. That's right. Tell, tell us what it is, what what all of these, Lottie Moon, Annie, all of that good stuff. Tell us all about that, Kyle. Sure. So, so the cooperative program uh, was set up years ago. Uh, by the Southern Baptist Convention with, with the whole idea that we can do more together than we could ever possibly do apart. And today, with 45,000 plus Southern Baptist churches, that's certainly true. Uh, so as we pool our money and we send money onto the cooperative program, we're able to, to be a part of church plants and church revitalization and uh, sending missionaries in a way that a Mayhill Baptist Church or a First Baptist Church of Alamogordo alone would never be able to do. And so through those, uh, we have a couple of uh, special offerings that are taken throughout the year. Uh, Annie Armstrong, which happens in March and April around Easter time. And that is uh, to support mission work here in North America. And in fact, this last year, um, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, as a matter of fact, uh, the North American Mission Board announced that this last year was the largest Annie Armstrong Easter offering in history, Golly, just wow. under $60 million, um, which is awesome. That That's just, that's incredible that the Southern Baptist churches uh, banded together and, and gave, uh, gave $59.6 million dollars to Annie Armstrong, to see churches revitalized, to see churches planted here in North America, as we've talked about. Uh, the, the, the statistics that NAM gives is that in every urban area, we need uh, a church for every 1,000 people. In uh, rural areas, we need a church for every 500 people. We're way behind that curve. But through things like the Annie Armstrong offering, we're able to get planters on the field and, and see, uh, see that gap uh, close a little bit. Uh, the Lottie Moon offering goes at, that's collected in November and December at Christmas time goes to fund missionaries uh, internationally. And last year's the the 2016 Lottie Moon offering uh, closed at 153 million dollars, wow. which is an incredible amount. And, and all that money goes to missionaries on the mission field. Um, you know, not just in Africa, uh, but now even in Southeast Asia and the Middle East. Uh, and, and lots of places where it's illegal to be a follower of Christ. We have Southern Baptists going in to tell people about Jesus and um, are seeing, uh, even in some closed Middle Eastern countries, seeing folks come to Christ um, by the hundreds. There's some really cool stories coming out of the mission field. And then we just wrapped here in New Mexico, our Mission New Mexico offering for the, for the, um, uh, during September and October. And the goal for 2017 was $375,000. And that goes to fund, in our case, work right here in New Mexico, mm -hmm. stuff like church revitalization, like church planting, like our Baptist children's home. And uh, so this is a joy to be able to, to tell some of those stories and share some of those videos about what God's doing in and through some of our Southern Baptist ministries right here in New Mexico. And I think what's so cool about that is, as you pointed out, is what God is able to do through small churches. Our, mm -hmm. our churches are mm -hmm. you know, between 90 and 120 folks on a, on a Sunday, yet we can play a faithful part just as much as, you know, 
Paramount Church right. Uh, right. That, that can uh, throw down perhaps some more money, but all working together, we're able to pull those resources together and accomplish some amazing things, which really comes down to that one purpose to advance the kingdom. And so the cooperative program supports our six seminaries, church planting through the North American Mission Board, mission work through the International Mission Board, and much more. And I, I love it. It certainly made my seminary a little cheaper, but yeah, I, I love championing it. Champion, championing that word. Words is See, hard, folks. I, I'm, I'm now so excited about being a World Series champion that I just can't get the <laughs> words out anymore. But Kyle, uh, it's been a joy to really talk about it. I know that we yeah. want to keep these things short and sweet. And right. so if you are part of a Southern uh, Baptist church, I encourage you to give and give generously Amen. and faithfully. And God is going to use it. We've got people in each of these entities that are making sure that every single dime, not not even dime, every single penny is going where it needs to go. Right. And that is to advance the kingdom of God. And so that's about it for us today. We would love for you to connect with us on Facebook at Not Another Baptist. Baptist podcast and on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast and support us on Patreon at Not Another Baptist Podcast to stay up to date with what's happening on this dumpster fire of a podcast. Not hey, and, and I'll add one thing too. If you've listened on iTunes and you've enjoyed it, if you would do us a huge favor by rating us on iTunes, that really helps. But but, but only if you've enjoyed it. it. Yes, yeah. that's right. If you haven't enjoyed it, right. don't do it. No, we don't care. <laughs> Please no, don't. We don't no, we do it. care. We do care. <laughs> Let us know why you don't. We'll improve. But don't don't rate us there. We'll we'll, we'll improve. Uh, but uh, we want this to be the best train wreck possible for your ear hole and uh and so as we leave until next time may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you proclaim god bless you and we'll see you next time